Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard, the podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hey there, and welcome back to this special episode of the Boost Podcast, where I am just going to dig into some of what I experienced recently at South by Southwest. Kelly, where do we start? Uh, Because I was following you on social media, of course, and it looked like you had a great time. Was this your first time at South by Southwest? First time, yes. Maiden Voyage. It was interesting, too, because not only was it my first time at South by Southwest, but Claude, this was my first um, post-COVID conference in-person event. So it it was interesting because I was going into the event feeling a little bit anxious because I was like, okay, what am I going to do? First of all, it's Texas and Texas is a whole, is a whole oh, yeah, And it's in Austin and Austin, <laughs> even in Texas, Austin is a whole different situation. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, okay, I'm about to go to this huge global really event mm-hmm. where there's going to be tens of thousands of people in a space. It's my first time post COVID like Am I shaking hands? Am I fist bumping? Am I maskless? Like, what am I doing? And Mm -hmm. so it was, I had to really have a conversation with myself just to prepare mentally for what I was in store. Well, see, and that's super important though, because, um, so I'm like the exact opposite, right? Like, um, since, you know, COVID I've gone to, you know, do work at conferences in, you know, Ogden, Utah, Logan, Utah, and then at the convention center, like all over the place. Um, But not everybody, like, I think sometimes if you're like me and you've been back out and you you don't realize that there are those who haven't just yet, and that's fine, but everybody's still getting adjusted. So I'll see someone in public at a conference and I go in for the handshake if I met them before the hug, but they're like, well, you know, they put the fist bump. And, you, and, and those kind of messages, you know, can kind of get, you can get mixed, not mixed messages, but you don't know where someone's coming from. And so what was that, what was that conversation like for your, with yourself that you said you had to have? Yeah, it was just, I, okay, first of all, I'll be honest. Because I said to myself, you know what? My mama and daddy paid too much for these pearly white, straight smile teeth that I'm going to have these teeth (laughs) behind a mask. My smile is way too friendly for me to be Uh in front of all these people and cover it up. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm just going to load up on ginger and vitamin C and Mm -hmm. tea and get a lot of rest, even in the weeks leading up to the event sure. because I was I said you know if if anything I want to go into the event making sure that my immune system is at an all-time high <laughs> so that I would feel more comfortable in the spaces and not be super paranoid about just kind of all the germs and everything else that's in the sure, space sure at what point when you were there and we'll talk about what you experienced and stuff but I like I love where we are right now at what point when you were there did did you feel normal or it wasn't like on your mind anymore? Oh, child, it did not take long. <laughs> I saw all those people. And it was so funny because, you know, back in the day, pre-COVID, between the small business network and all the different other ways mm-hmm. that I would just be out and about. But it did not. T- it was like riding a bike. 
Okay. As soon as I, I saw the people, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, I am in my element. I'm right. about to do this thing. I'm going to meet a rack of people. And so it was a lot of fun. And just people, I think, were so, um, they were excited about sure. being yeah. in the space. They were excited about being out. The weather was extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So that also helped is that I feel like, I was feeding off of the energy and the excitement that was just in the space. Sure, sure. Now, um, there's so much to do there. Yeah. Uh, and so, many you can't get everything. You can't go everywhere. No, but what I tried. Was, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what was on the top of your agenda? What was on the top of your list? What did you check out? And who did you see? What did you hear? Okay, so top on my agenda. So, okay, there is a lot. They, I mean, South by Southwest, it's typically known as sort of this music festival and, and on the business side, it's like the Coachella of the business world. Like any and everybody in the business world is there just trying to figure out like, how do we address um, just the business of life Mm -hmm. and um, how do we do it in such a way, especially coming out of COVID, how do we more thoughtfully um, address what's going on in the workplace? The track that I attended was called the workplace revolution. Mm -hmm. And so, so much of what the conversations that I was hearing and involved in were, how do we address some of the changes and the nuance in work and how employers are expecting workforces are expecting a lot more out of em- employers and and vice versa. And so what does that look like? How can we all get along well in the sandbox and still you know run successful enterprises while also honoring the whole person mm-hmm. and the challenges that we as human beings are facing day to day um as we are living at or what do I say not working from home living at work mm-hmm. um and as we're also just trying to navigate life because it's just it's there's a lot going on right now I was going to say does there seem to be a heightened sensitivity to that because you know I'm not sure if 10, 15, 20 years ago, 30 years ago in the workforce, that was even considered. But it seems to be a heightened sensitivity to, like I said, the whole person. Yes. Uh, yeah. the- and and it's required because gone are the days where um, in team members or employee workforces feel like, well, I don't have no choices. So let me just shuffle on into this job and just <laughs> do what me, what's called to me. No, it's people have options and Um, You know, when you think of the gig economy and Mm -hmm. you have so many creatives in the space who are like, you know what, I'll just, you know, I'll just 1099 and I'll independent contractor my way through, um, you know, creating wealth. And so um, so it does require for employers to be more sensitive to the needs of their team members. And at the end of the day, it's like it's the right thing to do. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, can can we all just honor the whole person and Mm -hmm. and like get away from this people as machines? Like we are not robots. We are human beings with very real and important and critical needs. And so how does, how is the, how is, how are employers really going to honor the whole person? Yeah. Yeah. So what was something that you heard or saw in a light bulb on, on your head? Like, ah, oh, well, that's interesting. Or, huh. Well, that's, you know, something I didn't think about. The light bulb moment could have been going to the conference. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was, it was, it was just being in the space and maybe the moment was to your point, this awareness that employers are having to say, oh, we have to pay attention to this. Like if we really want to 
be run sustainable businesses. And if we really want to um, be in a place where we are supporting our workforces in a way such that they can be the best that they can possibly be in service to our customers, then we need to wake up and really pay attention to what's happening and to listen and respond timely to the needs of our you know, workforces. Right. And that seemed to be the the track that you were on that enti- for your entire stay there. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. Okay. Okay. And so um, did you have anything good to eat? What were you eating on? <laughs> what was I eating on? There was a lot, look, there was a lot, there was a lot of meat in the space, like, <laughs> Lord, the swine, you know, pork and uh-huh. um, pulled pork and pork done every which way but loose. So yeah, so mm-hmm. a lot of meat. Um, but you know, it's interesting because I didn't really, because I was just constantly moving from session to session. Cause I mean, there were probably thousands of learning sessions that you could be a part of. And so I didn't probably eat as much as I would have liked to, because I was just in constant motion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the food was good. The food okay. And in, in, in the workplace revolution, um, uh, track that you were on was there any discussion regarding diversity and things like oh, that absolutely and that's what I was there for I was there to hear um from you know who are those thought leaders in the space talking about diversity equity inclusion accessibility mm-hmm. um and and yeah so that is primarily all of the sessions that I was most interested in um you know the anti-racist movement mm-hmm. um there was a really interesting session that I attended. It was, what was it called? Creating the anti-racist newsroom, I want to say. What was what? It, and the interesting key takeaway from that conversation was um, the fact that oftentimes in these in these spaces, and in this case, a newsroom, the rhetoric around racist mm-hmm. practice, they're actually the ones who are, their organizations are emboldening Mm-hmm. that rhetoric in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. And so that was really interesting to hear that is that there are systems and structures, there are organizations who are railing against the very thing that they're saying that they're against, but mm-hmm. inside of their organizations, it's like, mm, are you really anti-racist? Because based yeah. on what mm-hmm. your process and systems say, based on the makeup of your newsroom, based on the people that you've got in front of the cameras, mm, mm-hmm. I would beg to question just yeah. how against you are. Right, right, um, right. So, so yeah, so it's interesting. Well, one other aspect of that, um, when it comes to diversity too, were you in any workshops where it came to, um, uh, and, and I'll go somewhere with this, women in the workforce, uh, ageism, on the heels of the whole Don Lemon thing about, you know, uh, talking about Nikki Haley's past to prom, or just Google a woman's prom. It's like, what is this guy talking about? You know, get him, get get him out of here. But was there any workshops? Because that know, happened right around I the same time. I think that you were there. I want to say there was some things on ageism, but I wasn't in okay. any of those mm-hmm. talk. I'm telling you, Claude, it was like concurrent session after concurrent session. <laughs> it was like, it, and that's why going into the the conference, I am so glad that there was a, I had a heightened level of intentionality of knowing, okay, what are all the workshops? I mean, I had this whole thing project planned out. Mm -hmm. I had little color codes on my spreadsheet in terms of 
what were all the different sessions that I wanted to attend? Who were all the different people that I wanted to meet? Where were they going to be at what time? So, so yeah, it was just not enough time in the day to be able to attend everything. Um, but like I said, I tried my best to. I know that's right. So, but your husband was there, your daughter was there. Did you guys yeah. like compare notes from different workshops that you were in? Oh, well, see, they, I was a paid participant. They were, <laughs> they were there on free 99. They, <laughs> they lived vicariously through me. However, I will say this, South by Southwest does a wonderful job of having free, no cost um, sessions that okay. are going on as well. So they were on a, on the free circuit going yeah. to all the, all of those um, events and gatherings. And I mean, I was looking at their, their storylines and stuff, their Facebook and uh, Instagram posts and stuff, and they were having a good time too. I could see it. They were probably okay. having a better time than I was, <laughs> but um, because yeah, mine was more like work. Sure, um, sure. But yeah, they really um, with Taylor, her background and her major being arts and entertainment management, the business of arts and entertainment management. And of course, South by Southwest just having such a um a big part of that whole community has is is through that lens and so that really spoke to her um and just her being able to network with different people to perhaps be able to find a job in December <laughs> when she graduates mm-hmm. um so yeah she was out for she was out there for on a different mission it, and it was her spring break so she was also by the pool just chilling yeah. and, and Jerome was enjoying all of the interactive tech Sure. Mm-hmm. Tons, 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 tons of that. Nice. So you left. Are you, any plans to go back? Is it, is it going to be a yearly thing for you? Uh, or is it you know, just too much? It just depends. You know what? It's good. So what we're looking at for 2024 is how do we get on the stage? Because, Uh, you know, there were a lot of speakers, thought leaders and, you know, leading from the front of the room and sharing their expertise. And so my thought is in the new year, it would be beneficial for us to, um, you know, just to identify ways for us to be in the front of the room to share thought leadership space around diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility, and how we um, can support the workforce in that way. Sounds good to me. That's all I have. You got anything else from uh, South by Southwest that you wanted to share? No, no. I mean, yeah, I I highly recommend it. It was um, definitely a fun time, but, um, you know, what do they say? If you um, fail to plan, you, wait, wait, how's it go? If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Yes, yes. (laughs) So you really need to map out a strategy and know why you're there and who Mm -hmm. you want to meet while you're there. Map out that plan and execute on the plan. Otherwise, I mean, it's a huge investment. It's a Mm -hmm. huge financial investment. It's a huge time investment. And so you want to make sure that you're getting your your return on investment. So planning, planning, planning is everything. Success does not just happen. And that's with any event. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. 